And welcome once again to another episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and normally you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald, but um, yeah, I'm taking a month off of that. So, you know, you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald, but I probably won't respond to you until about June. So uh, that's where I'm at. Um, my co-host, Jimmy Lemke, um, and again, I really have to apologize for this because I'm a freaking idiot. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at PantherU. Um, we have, this is, this is getting to be stupid. Um, so you guys can all laugh at me as much as you want. Um, or you can lament my, uh, lack of, uh, you know, my laptop being temperamental. Uh, we had an entire podcast recorded, or at least we thought recorded earlier in the day. And of course it magically disappeared. Shocking no one. Or shocking me, actually. I actually looked around and I'm like, oh, come on. This can't be happening again. <laughs> um, but you can also find the podcast uh, on Twitter as well, at, at HorizonRT. So um, one of the things that has, you know, we're getting really close to the end of the spring signing period. Um, some deci- decisions are still being made about where people are looking to go. Um some schools have already kind of wrapped their, uh, kind of wrapped everything up. Uh, we, we actually, I, I guess I should be sort of glad that we, we got the, my technological stupidity kind of reigned supreme this, uh, this afternoon because, uh, right afterwards we, we got some announcements of some signings and some departures. I might add some, uh, some folks who, uh, at least one person that we know that's uh, going to be heading somewhere new. Um, probably the one that, uh, so, uh, but by and large, we're getting getting to the end. And like I said, it's, you know, you already see people making offers for 2020. And I'll talk about, you know, 2020 and probably 2019 and kind of all the, you know, kind of the, <laughs> some of the, the wide nets that some of the coaches in the horizon league kind of cast and how well that's worked out. Um, but first I want to start off with Oakland. Um, Oakland has, uh, does have one scholarship left. Uh, the, they just added another, uh, they actually just added another guard. The one thing that is, uh, so they do have, at this point in time, they have one scholarship left. Question is, where is that scholarship going to go? Or is it going to go anywhere for that matter? I mean, how many times have we seen mid-major schools only run with 12 scholarship players? <laughs> I mean, possible. I don't know. But a uh, big thing is that uh, you know Oakland's got one left, but Oakland might want... Uh, there's still some decision-making out there that... Um, Potentially could uh, could change everything. You know, Kevin Kangu, uh, the junior uh, the junior college shooting guard out of um, oh crud, where is he from? He is from yeah, he's he's from Vincennes University out in Indiana. I think I should know these things. Um, but yeah, he is going to be he's uh, he is committed to he actually is he is for sure committed to Oakland. I know Oakland fans, uh, this is a big deal for you guys because. Uh, you had at least one of your commits, uh, David Oladapo, say he was going to come, then say he wasn't going to come, 
and then say he changed his mind, he really is going to come, and now he's really not coming. So make up your mind, dude. <laughs> I mean, good luck to you wherever it is, but you know, let us know because <laughs> we were we were out thinking, okay, once Kangu kind of got into the fold. You know they're they're pretty much uh, Oakland's pretty much done for the uh, for the signing period, but no, no, we've got some indecisiveness going on. But also, impressive. But also, uh, this potentially, this potentially could open the door for <laughs> for Javon Cumberland, who may or may not come back. Um, possibly, I mean, it's it's still kind of outside of the realm of possibility. That, that he's going to kind of leave. Um, I I don't know. It's a very, very... It, it's... <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's looking less and less likely. Um, he's already visited... He's already visited Oregon. Um, and now... <laughs> looks like... Uh, looks like Michigan's getting into the mix. So, uh, the... The the po- the probability of Javon Cumberland coming back to Oakland is coming becoming less and less of a possibility. So, and I, I think, and I think in the grand scheme of things, we're at the point where it's like, okay, he's gone. That's the end of it. Or you got to do. Um, so that's going to be so the challenge, of course, is for Greg Campy is going to be, you know, kind of replacing what Javon Cumberland brought to the table. Um, one of the things that we can kind of count on is more touches for Kamari Newman. That's definitely going to be a possibility. And with Kevin Kangu coming in, um, you're definitely going to get that defensive element. So theoretically, you know, even with, uh, even with Javon Cumberland, probably for sure, but not quite possibly, but definitely for sure, not coming back. It, it's definitely, you, you still have kind of that core for, Oakland coming back in spite of the fact that, I mean, realistically, if they, if they sign one more person, they've got seven people, they've got seven new people coming in that that's to me, that's mind blowing. I mean, (laughs) to have that many new players and still kind of have that core together. I I like the mix. I like, I I like, I I, I see what's happening. I see what, you know, it kind of lends to some, long-term stability even when you have the instances of transfers which which Oakland has had I mean make no mistake they've been they are not immune they're obviously not immune from the transfer bug than anybody else is so the (laughs) so it's it really stands to reason that you know kind of making your own adjustments based on what you think is going to kind of make the team better. I guess that's the direction that Greg Campy is going to, is going into. Um, I'm sure I could speculate all I want, but uh, we are planning to still have Greg Campy on the show here in the near future. So we could probably ask him these questions ourselves. And I fully look forward to doing that. Um, so with that said, I mean, you know, K- Kamari Newman's no slouch either. You know he can. You know when he gets his when he gets his shots, he can, he definitely produces. So with, without Javon Cumberland, now you see a possibility for Kamari Newman to step up and get even more contribute even more. Um, you know moving forward, so that's going to be a very interesting kind of dynamic. The one thing that's going to be kind of um, you know the the one kind of 
so I, I guess kind of the one thing that we probably do want to take a look at for for Oakland is the point guard spot because Braden Norris is absolutely positively not coming back. <laughs> um, I mean, <laughs> while while there was a sliver of hope that Javen Cumberland would be coming back to uh, coming back to Oakland, still probably not going to happen. Braden Norris is absolutely not happening, and again, this is kind of why. I'm, uh, so um, today, uh, it, you know, Sunday afternoon, Braden Norris announced that he was going to be transferring to Loyola. So he's going to be heading into that general direction. So um, I, I know that's been kind of a, I, I guess I want to say it's been kind of a head scratcher, but I mean, you know, he can't really argue with Loyola though. I mean, look at the trajectory that they've had ever since they left the horizon league and make no mistake when, when Loyola was in the horizon league I, and we've talked about this many times during the show, <laughs> Loyola was always kind of bringing up the rear in the in the Horizon League standings. And then fast forward to 2018, they're all of a sudden a comp- they're not only a competitor in they're all not only a a top competitor in the Missouri Valley Conference. I mean 2018, they're a final four team. So it, it's amazing, it's interesting kind of a, how that whole thing kind of shakes out. And then so I mean I mean, if, if you're if you're Braden Norris, you, you kind of look at that situation in Loyola and say see a team that's certainly on the up and up. Um, you know, there's certainly <laughs> there's certainly one of the one of those teams you look at at the Valley now, which is hilarious because they were never that team. <laughs> they were never that team in the Horizon League ever. <laughs> so it's ironic that that uh you know they're get, he's going to Missouri Valley Loyola as opposed to Horizon League Loyola so um I, you know we we obviously wish him the best of luck so um but that is wow yeah that you know he you know, we, <laughs> I, you know Porter Mosier apparently uh, he he drives a hard bargain so i mean and it's <laughs> I guess you can't argue with you can't argue with a guy who's been to a Final Four in the last couple of years. So, you know, so I mean, it is what it is, and so I mean, it'll probably be it's going to be interesting to see where. And like I said, you know, when we talk to um, undoubtedly when we talk to Greg Campy, that's going to be something we're going to ask him about is that point guard position that is now all of a sudden a little light, if you will. So that's going to be the big thing for them. Um, the one other thing that is still going on, and this part is important, is the ongoing recruitment of Marcus Domask, who was originally slated to go to uh, Northern Kentucky prior to John Brandon's uh, departure. John Brandon obviously has gone to Northern uh gone to Cincinnati and um, has been replaced with Darren Horn, which we, we talked a lot about last week. Um, that's going to be, it's still up in the air, um, but it's still uh, for, for Domask. It's interesting because it's still up in the air, but Northern Kentucky's still in the mix. He actually has, um, He's actually announced his final five schools. Northern Kentucky is still involved, so they're still in the, they are still in the mix. Uh, 
here. Um, that's the good news for Northern Kentucky. The bad news, of course, is the other four teams that are there. Um, one is, uh, you know, one is Southern Illinois. Um, that one is going to be, you know, he just visited there. So obviously that's going to be a very interesting kind of situation. <laughs> the other one is Loyola. It, it's amazing how, you know, how we get to, how we've gotten to a point where, and, and this is why we kind of miss Loyola being in the league uh, or, or should say we miss what Loyola has become if they had been in the league. And I guess that comes a question, you know, do they make the, do they kind of, you know, do they progress in the horizon league as much as they did in the Missouri Valley? And I'm not really a hundred percent sure on that one to tell you the truth. Um, the one big thing is that Domask is visiting Cincinnati. John Brandon is going to have him on. John Brandon is going to have, have him on. Uh, he's definitely going to have him his uh, uh, have him on campus. So I mean, there is a, a distinct possibility that uh, Cincinnati could have uh, uh, could uh, could snag uh, snag Domask. So, and of course, the last one is going to be. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be right state. I mean, so I guess it, you know, the good news is you got, you still got, you still have a couple of horizon leagues, higher horizon league schools sitting, sitting in the mix. I mean, you got to credit, you got to give credit to Darren Horn. He's already, he's still, he's still on the case here. So, you know, it's still, it, it, you know, Norse fans, uh, keep faith. He may, he may still land into, he still may land in, uh, at BB&T Arena. So, but at the same time, <laughs> Wright State, I'm sure they would not, they would not be sad to have him either. <laughs> they got a couple of scholarship spots now, so um, I'm sure they're going to be really, ha- you know, if they, they can nab him, that's going to be uh, that's going to be a big that's going to be a big get for anybody, to tell you the truth. Um, what's interesting though is um, now I will say this, you. know, Marcus Domask is is a Wisconsin guy, so it stands. You would think it would stand to reason that you'd see um, you'd see Loyola, you'd see um, you know the Wisconsin schools in the Horizon League kind of stepping up, and you kind of did see that um, he he did get uh, he did get interest and he was garnering interest from Green Bay. Um, but they kind of backed up. Now, truth be told, I mean, no, I know Green Bay at this point in time um, doesn't have, any, as far as I know, doesn't have any scholarships left. So um, that would have been kind of an interesting situation for them, as far as kind of how that was going to all shake out for him. Um, but I guess we'll never know because uh, he's not in the top five. Uh, the one other man, the other school that isn't wasn't in the mix is Milwaukee. And you would think with the way things went with Milwaukee last season, you would think that maybe, just maybe, and I'm sure Jimmy would agree with me, might want to take a stab at this guy. I mean, he's a local kid, and he's (laughs) – so what did you do? I don't know. It's kind of one of those strange situations. I don't know what to tell you on that one. It's definitely a – we will probably it's probably going to come down to the wire for uh for domask i think you know and truth be told i mean he doesn't need to tell any of us until like forever but he, he's kind of a big enough he, honestly he's kind of a i mean he's he's wisconsin's mr basketball 
So it stands to reason that this is it, whatever he, whatever decision he makes, it's going to be an event. I mean, you're, you're, we're going to hear about it sooner rather than later. So that's going to be a very interesting situation to see if he, if he, if he ends up going into, if he ends up uh, sticking uh, with the Horizon League, choosing either Northern Kentucky or Wright State, or seek life elsewhere. Um, so that's going to be. We'll definitely be look on the lookout for that. Definitely. So one of the uh, Wright State, of course, is also um, Wright State. Did uh, speaking of Wright State, uh, they just. And they just uh, picked themselves up a, tran- uh, a grad transfer in uh, in Jordan Nash. Uh, Jordan Nash, who is the um, he's a grad transfer coming out of Northwestern. Um, one of the things that is kind of a yeah, that's going to be kind of an X factor. Uh, Jordan Ash is for the. <laughs> For the Raiders, um, for the simple fact that it, you ask yourself the because he's a shooting guard. Um, he's a he is yeah he's a six three shooting guard, and one of the thing you know he he was pretty he you know he's a he was a three star recruit out of high school. Uh, one of the issues he has had though is is his health. Um, he he missed a full year because of his knee. He was limited to. He was only limited to ten, uh, 10 games, I believe, um, because of a leg injury. So, you know, you, you see some upside with Jordan Nash. Um, you, you wish you would have. You know, if if you're if you're right state, you wish you would have seen a lot more of him. It would have been nice. I mean, but the big thing too, and this is kind of important. I think this is this is something that. With, you know, you aren't, however, talking about a guy who was who was Northwestern team captain. I mean, without a doubt. So, you know, he does have that leadership quality. You don't. I mean, let's face it. You, that that's a quality you can't. You know, you can't put points on. So, um, that's going to be a very. So that that's for that. That's going to be really kind of the. I mean, realistically whether you know as far as uh, as far as what he brings to the table with with Rice State's going to be very interesting and but you see it potentially be a welcome dynamic and remember too that that they just the Rice State just lost the guard because Mal, Malachi Smith is transferring so maybe addition by subtraction there for him um plus you also you know and realistically you have yourself you know, you can always use more options for rights. If you're right state, you can always use more options. Yeah, sure. You have loud and love. Sure. You have Cole Gentry. Sure. You have Billy Wampler. Um, sure. You have Skylar Potter. Um, I mean, but Hey, the more, the better. <laughs> and I, you know, it, it's, and it'll be very, you know, and you know, just to have that, just again, to have that, you know, leadership ability, um, with Jordan Ash, given the fact that you got a guy, you know, you got, you know, you got a guy, uh, you got a couple of guys waiting in the wings. You've got an Andre Harris who, you know, I'm pretty familiar with here in Cleveland, you know, playing at Brush High School. Um, definitely tremendous upside for him. Um, to have that potential mentor there may 
be much more of a factor moving forward for Loyola. I mean, for Loyola, geez, Louise. See, this is why I wish they were here um, for Wright State um, moving forward. And it's more, and, and you see still a lot of the long term, as far as you see, you got to see what, you know, with Scott Nagy, who, what he has put together at this moment in time. I mean, the, you know, you, 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 he's looking for sustainable, sustainable success. And he is good. You know, that right state team is definitely going to be one of the contenders for that title next year. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, they won the title this year. They won the regular season title this year. They won the tournament. La- uh, they won the tournament in 2018. I mean, next season is going to be a big, you know, it, it's going to be, you know, if, if we're seeing what we're seeing right now, if we've, we're seeing what we've seen from Wright State to this point, um, you're looking at a situation where Wright State could certainly certainly be at the top of the will definitely be is definitely well positioned to be in the top of the standings, as well as getting to that point where we can finally get to that point where they can be potentially competitive enough if they, if they do make it to the tournament and make it, you know. We can finally get out of the, this whole schneid of being, um, this whole schneid about being the uh, kind of the also rans in the tournament. You know the one and dones, which we, which the Horizon League hasn't, which is a recent development for the Horizon League. And hopefully, you know, you'd like to think that we're getting to a point where whoever is on top of the Horizon League is finally going to get over that hump and finally get to the point where they can win a tournament game. And that is the bottom line here. And I think in, in this case with Wright State is definitely a possibility, but you, you see, you know, Wright State would be the ideal candidate at this point. Um, but you never know. I mean, again, I don't count. I, I never count out. I, I never count out Oakland, even with whoever they've, who's ever transferred. Um, I'm not sure if I want to count. I'm really not sure if I want to count out, uh, I count out Northern Kentucky because I w- I want to see what Darren Horn can do with the uh, Darren Horn can do with uh, with John Brandon's holdovers. So it- it's going to be an interesting, you know, at the top of the standings, it's going to be a very interesting situation. Um, and then <laughs> and then you you go to the bottom of the standings and you're looking at Detroit and wondering, okay, what are you doing? And I say that because of the fact that, according again, according to verbal commits, as of right now, as of this week, Detroit has has the has six scholarships open, six of them. It's May fifth. <laughs> I'm not really a hundred percent sure what's going on in that camp, and if I'm and honestly, if I'm. Uh, if I'm the good folks, if I'm a Detroit Mercy fan, I'm kind of a little hesitant and a little skittish on what exactly the game plan is. I mean, other than, you know, it, you know, I understand it's like, you know, this is the Antoine Smith show. I mean, Antoine, Jesus Louise. And yeah, see, I say, see, this is what we do here. We, we just basically confuse our, confuse our names half the time. This is how we get Skylar quiz, the, you know, the Skylar Quisenberry joke, which of course we had to make today. Um, but no, uh, Antoine Davis. 
you know, we get this as the Antoine Davis show. Antoine Davis, without a doubt, is well positioned to be the, you know, to be, you know, he is production next year. You know, it's unless something, unless something crazy happens, he's going to be the guy who's going to be the, you know, he he's definitely the odds on favorite for player of the year next year. But who is around him? I mean, really? I mean, that's a good question. You got a, but you know, you got some dudes, but I mean, but you still have six spots left. That's nearly half the team. <laughs> that's I'm not. I'm, I don't know <laughs> if a, if a Detroit Mercy fan could explain to me what on earth just what on earth their plan is. I'm all ears because I don't have a clue. Um, and again, it's you know, and it, it, that's putting way. That is, I gotta say that's putting like a lot. That's putting a lot on one guy. I mean, yeah, it's Antoine Davis, but still, that is still a lot. Um, I, I don't know. It's going to be, you know, <laughs> it, it's it's one of those situations where you think to yourself, okay, I'm not really sure what's going on. Um, also, it's not very helpful. And again, it, it's one of those things, it, you're looking at it from a standpoint of, okay, um, you know, you how are you building? I mean, it's all kind of a big hush of secret. I mean, are you getting a bunch of grad transfers in or are you getting a bunch of Juco guys in distinct possibility? We don't know. We're probably not going to know for another couple weeks and we may not even know until classes start in August. I mean, because, because recruits have, you know, can sign up for classes and do whatever at that until that point in time. So, I mean, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. It's, it, it, I'm a, it's a bit of a head scratcher to me. I mean, and if you're Detroit, who's trying to trying to expound upon kind of the surprise year from this year, from this past season, I mean, maybe they're just, you know, maybe they're keeping everything under wraps and, you know, they're going to surprise us with a bunch of, you know, <laughs> they're going to surprise us with some new people. And it's going to, we're going to be all blown away. I would not be out of the realm of possibility. We're talking about Mike Davis here. And hopefully, one yeah, we're talking about Mike Davis. For all you know, remember, up until <laughs> up until he got hired, we didn't know we didn't know what he had with Antoine Davis. He turned out to be he turned out to be one of the best freshmen to come out, one of the best freshmen to have ever you know to have one of the best freshman performances in Horizon League history. Well, that's saying a lot, given given the freshmen, given the freshmen that have given the people of the caliber of player that has come through the horizon league over the past 40 years you wonder maybe um so that was going to be you know so so that's kind of the that is kind of the 2019 situation at this moment in time um like i said just about everybody else is kind of wrapping things up um you know, with the, with the noted exception, with the noted exception of Detroit and potentially and obviously Northern Kentucky, because, you know, they, they kind of just started. So um, that's going to be an interesting thing. And I think that's going to be, um, you know, what this what this holds for the future, specifically as it relates to who's who, who, the, who is coming back to the Horizon League next year. You never know. So one of the other things that that has come up besides the signings, besides obviously the hiring of Darren Horn, um, 
is this ongoing is the ongoing um <laughs> the ongoing trial of Christian Dawkins. And you may be asking yourself, well, gee, Bob, what could possibly what what exactly what does that have to do with the Horizon League? Well, <laughs> as it turns out, <laughs> um for those of you who are not aware, uh, Christian Dawkins, of course, is is currently on trial for kind of being um, he's accused of kind of being the middleman to pay off, you know, all these top tier, uh, all these top tier NCAA players. I mean, everybody, you know, specific, you know, the one that comes seems, you know, Arizona seems to be it seems to be coming up a lot, uh, specifically uh, DeAndre Aiden, who's now playing in the NBA. Um, but the reason that it somehow for some stupid reason involves the involves the horizon league is, Oh, well, guess what? (laughs) Um, again, Christian Dawkins, Christian Dawkins, um, is, is related to the horizon league by blood. And I mean that by saying, um, his dad is Lou Dawkins. Lou Dawkins, of course, is the, the assist is Dennis Felton's assistant coach at, at Cleveland State. So, you know, within the last couple of weeks, for some, you know, obviously for the last couple of weeks, it's, it's, you know, it's been coming up. You know, the name, you know, he, everybody who's been, uh, a couple of people who've been, who have, <laughs> have testified at the trial mentioned this contact list that, that Christian Dawkins has. Um, and Cleveland state <laughs> kind of popped up. Well, of course, Cleveland State's going to pop up. His dad works there, you know, because, you know, there, there would be no other earthly reason for Cleveland state to pop up. I mean, let's face it. If Cleveland state was paying players, um, okay. Not a great return on investment there. And, you know, you've lost 20 games four years in a row. But let's be honest. And don't worry, everyone, because Christian Dawkins had absolutely no problem whatsoever pretty much saying, uh, yeah, they're definitely they're definitely not paying. Yeah, they're definitely not paying anybody. <laughs> um, I, and I refer to kind of his testimony from uh, the uh, Dan Wetzel column in in Yahoo Sports, um, where he says in a quote, um, now this is this is from the this is from the from the article. Another time he was asked to explain the government what the government claimed was a list of coaches he was capable of bribing. His defense attorney, Steve Haney, that's Dawkins' attorney, noted that the list was really just coaches at Daw- that Dawkins knew. Not that he could bribe, and a prosecutor witness was lying when he characterized it otherwise. Hence why you heard about it early in the week. Here we go. After all, thank you, Dan Wetzel for this. It included Christian Dawkins, own father, Lou Dawkins, an assistant at Cleveland state, which isn't exactly a powerhouse that produces lots of NBA talent agent. would want to bribe quote. My dad is here in court. So I don't want to throw him under the bus. Dawkins said with a laugh. But they aren't the greatest team in the country. The entire courtroom laughed. So thanks for clearing that up, Christian Dawkins. Like we didn't know that your dad works at Cleveland State, and that's why you're why Cleveland State's name keeps showing up everywhere. 
really could have been less harsh about it. <laughs> so congratulations, Cleveland State. You're now a national joke again. <laughs> well, may, hopefully this will replace the 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 decades worn joke by uh, told by Jerry Tarkanian and repeated nonstop on Twitter. Every time I turn around, every time there's a damn scandal. And the course of the joke is the NCAA was mad at Kentucky. It was so mad at Kentucky, they gave Cleveland State two more years of probation. He said that 30 years ago. Great. So I guess the question that I, I you know, I'm, I, I guess I should be mad about the thing. In fact, I am kind of mad about that shit. I mean, seriously. I mean, come on, man. Your dad's sitting in the damn courtroom and you got to be, you got to be like, you know, you got to snap back like that. You're a dick. Thanks. <laughs> I hope they send you to jail just for that. <laughs> well, they probably, you know, yeah, slander is slandering a team that's lost 20 games in a row, four years in a row isn't exactly a, uh, is, uh, is not a prosecutable offense. So he definitely will not be going to jail for that. Um, but it kind of does. I mean, I don't know why this annoys the crap out of me so much. And maybe it's because of the fact that, I mean, you know, it's Cleveland state and you hear, you know, and I've heard so many, you know, I'm surprised that none of the, you know, none of the Cleveland state people, you know, none of the Cleveland state fans clap back with, but they're young. Oh yeah. They could have did that. It would have sounded even worse than what Christian Dawkins said, but he certainly could have did that. Which leads me, I guess, to the question is, you know, where's Cleveland State? I mean, seriously. Um, you'd like to think they're going to, you know, and they're, again, as far as a Horizon League team, they're not far off. I mean, you want to think that they're going to be competitive, but the problem is you don't really know. And you kind of wonder, is Christian Dawkins right? I mean... I mean, he's he's not entirely you know he you know all digs aside he's not entirely wrong. I mean, name the last uh, name the last NBA player that came out of Cleveland State. It was Norris Cole. It was you know it was Norris Cole eight years ago. I mean, technically you could count Bryn Forbes, even though he bailed and went to Michigan State. You could count him. I mean, theor- I would like to count him, especially since you know he's still in the playoffs right now. Um, but you can't really count anybody else. And you, and <laughs> yeah, no, it kind of sticks in my craw a little bit. And there's so many, and there, and it's like, there's so many excuses, but I mean, maybe not excuses. Maybe there's, I mean, maybe Cleveland state is legitimately never getting out of the, never getting off of the schneid. And they'll be stuck with every, you know, they'll they'll be stuck in mediocrity, and they'll be stuck in this, you know, big gigantic arena. They'll they have no hope of ever filling, forever. I want to say that that's not going to be the case. I'd like to hope that that's not going to be the be the case. I mean, th- this is this will probably be, and honestly, this will probably be a question I pose to Scott Garrett the uh, new Cleveland state athletic director. Um, when I do eventually get him, uh, when we do eventually get him on the podcast, but what is it, you know, and what does it speak to, you know, 
the Horizon League as a whole. I mean, it really doesn't speak to the Horizon League as a whole anyway. I'm just pissed off that Christian uh, Christian Dawkins, cla- uh, you know, you know, diss my diss my alma mater. Not to say that he's entirely wrong, but you know, come on, you know, you're not allowed to make fun of you're not allowed to make fun of my school. Only I'm allowed to make fun of my school. And I, of course, you know, we as Cleveland State fans, probably the three or four or half dozen that are left. I don't know. I, I've I've lost count. I'm sure most of you are basically, you know, judging from the judging from the lack of activity over the last uh, judging from the lack of activity over the last couple of a uh, couple of weeks. I think everybody's kind of hi- started hibernating. So, uh, um, well, I already did. I mean, geez, you're not going to hear you're probably not going to hear from me for a month. So mostly because of the fact that, you know, I've decided to take a break from Twitter for my, you know, from, you know, so. But I'm sure there's some other people who will be talking about this eventually. And I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure spending 10 minutes talking about Clint State was something you guys really, really wanted to do today. But I mean, again, it, it, it was in the news. It was something I absolutely needed to talk to. And, you know, honestly, it's something I needed to get off my chest, tell you the truth, because, you know, this has been bugging me for about a week. <laughs> And it, you know, and again, you know, the, it's an issue of association. You know, you know, you 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 don't want to be if you're making national news for the reasons that you know Cleveland State is making the national news, which is like they're not competitive. Basically, you know, one of these things is not like the other. Yeah, you don't want to be in that position, like ever. And how many times have we been in, you know, how many times Cleveland State fans have we been in that position um, <laughs> over the last God knows how many years, you know, with, with you know, with, with the Kevin, with the Kevin Mackey getting busted in front of a crack house with, you know, with CC Sabathia getting robbed by two ex Cleveland State players. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, th- those were 20, 30 years ago, but they still kind of sting. <laughs> um. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's a whole bit for, as far as, you know, from a, from a prosecutorial standpoint, from a sanctioning standpoint, you know, the Cleveland, this is a non-scandal period. It's just, it just kind of stings that, you know, we get bagged on. (laughs) Uh, So that's, uh, so that, that, with that, and again, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that this is this this these last four years at Cleveland State have been a complete aberration, and the ship will be righted finally. I know there are some some within the some within the dwindling fan base um, who are totally saying, "Yeah, that's going to happen." But I also look at the top half of the I also look at the top half of the Horizon League and say, "I don't know. I mean, legitimately, don't know." So uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this show up. Uh, again, I have to grievously and profusely apologize to Jimmy for uh, for destroying uh, what what I thought was a good conversation. Um, this kind of came up uh, a lot of a lot of these subjects kind of came up, and um, I hopefully you know it looks like I finally have you know I whatever laptop I was using to record this, I'm probably going to end up burning. Um, so uh, you'll probably be. So if you're in in Northeast Ohio, you'll probably see, um, I don't know, you probably won't see anything because I was going to make a fire joke and it wasn't going to work out so well. So um, as always, you can find uh, episodes of the Horizon Roundtable on our new home at HorizonRoundtable.com. 
You can find uh, our podcast wherever podcasts are available. Um, for those, I should say for those uh, for those of you who have iHeartRadio, I know there's a, I know there's an issue uh, with, with the episodes. I know we're still kind of working on that, so uh, we appreciate your patience. Um, if you listen on Anchor.fm, um, remember that you can leave a message. Uh, you can you actually can leave a video, recorded message and uh, let us know what the you know, give us your thoughts, and hey, you never know. Give us your ideas. We really want to know what's uh what's going on. We, you know, well, this is going to be a we're we're going to have an exciting summer, but we want your input. We really want to see, you know, who you want to talk. You know, we want to get some ideas for the show over the summer. I mean, we've got some ideas of our own, but you've got some yourself. Please let us know. We are all ears. So, um, yeah. So email, you know, email us at horizonroundtable at gmail DM us at horizonrt on Twitter. Um, you know, do whatever. So we are definitely going to be, uh, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely want to hear from you guys. We definitely want to hear from you guys. So, um, so that's going to be, that's going to wrap it up for us. And, uh, thank you for listening. <laughs>